1: Hello and welcome to another Arseblog Arsecast on Arsblog.com, In association as always with my friends at OleOle.com, the football community website. It's 11 o'clock at night. I'm just starting to record this thing. And I had to go out tonight, you see. I had to go and have a few beers. So if I slur my words or if I talk shite, more shite than usual, then you can blame the beer. Um, Yeah. So on the way in this week's Arsecast, we have got a blog chat with the man from East Lore Now. This, let me tell you, was a triumph of technology. Normally, when I make the, uh, the blog chat phone calls, I use a program called Skype, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with, and I use Skype to make the phone call and to record it, because it's all done through the computer. However, Skype uh, is having some problems today. Um, I think the technical term, and I, I've looked this up, the technical term is bollocksed. That's what Skype is. At the moment, it's absolutely fucked. So uh, Skype wasn't working. So how did we do it? You'll just have to tune in a little bit later on to find out how I managed to talk to the man from East Lower. The quality, I'll have to tell you, I will hold my hands up and say the quality isn't as good as it normally would be. But, you know what can you do beggars and choosers and all that sort of thing uh, the man in the bar is here he's got a player history uh, there's uh, other bits and pieces as well i'm sure i can't remember what they are at this moment in time uh, but they'll be you know there's stuff going on between now and the end just don't pressure me all right thank you now um, we'll start i suppose with football and the fact that uh, you know we're a few days into the new season and everything seems to be going pretty fucking well it's good. Sunday we played Fulham and and 1-2-1 one, one. made it difficult for ourselves but you know that's just that's just par for the course. It looked like it was going to be the same old same old from last season but you know uh, Jens gave away a goal but we we came back strong. And last season we we drew our opening game with Aston Villa after going behind at, at the Grove and and this time we came back and won. And then on Wednesday we went to Prague to play the Spartans in their leather jocks and muscly six-packs and beards and, and sexy wives. And, um yeah, there you go. So we, we went there, and they decided they were going to kick us. And, and what we did, and what I really, really like about Sesk is not only is he a really, really good player, but, you know, he won't take any shit from anyone. And he's not the biggest guy in the world, is he? You know, Repka's a fucking, you know, skin-headed, muscly... You know, big prick. And Sesk is, you know, he's he's not so big, was he? 5'10". He's not muscly. But, you know, he took Repka out. So, you know, shove that up, your whole Repka. Surprised he didn't get a red card. Repka, I mean, not Sesk. But what it did show, it was good. The, the side uh, weren't bullied. And they weren't put off by the physical approach, which um, may have been the case uh, this time last year. And Sesk laughed at Repka. He said he didn't, but, you know, we know he did. We know he did. Uh, but uh 2-0 away from home um, two goals from uh, alex leb in two games it's it's fantastic it's fantastic i was a big critic of of leb, i have to say uh, last season i thought i thought he started the season really well encouragingly well i thought he was going to be a really really important player but for whatever reason uh, it didn't work out And, um, you know, he, he lost his head a little bit, I think, you know, technically skillfully, he's a very, very good player. He can do great things with the ball, but you know, his just brain is a bit lazy or something. And, um, he started the season very well playing in his more favored role behind the striker. Um, which I don't think really suits us very well. It might suit Leb, but it doesn't suit the rest of the team. But anyway, two goals in two games—we can't argue, can we? And then Blackburn on Sunday. We'll come back to that uh, in a little while. Also, we'll we'll discuss the. Um, we got a phone call about the uh, the Arsenal anthem. Uh, the new anthem, which we'll discuss and talk about that a bit with the, uh, the man from Eastlore now, just in a, in a couple of minutes' time. And uh, also tell you about the Ole Ole fantasy football game, which you can join the arsblog.com league. If you've already joined um, and you've discovered that there's no points, I'm told that the game has just been sort of uh, put back a little bit. They're waiting till the transfer window closes before they start issuing points and things like that. So we'll give you all the details of that in, uh, in just a little bit. So anyway, uh, earlier... As I said, there were problems with Skype, and I managed to find a way uh, to communicate between Dublin and London and, and record the thing. Because I was just going to get a mobile phone and hold it really close to the microphone like this, you see. Probably wouldn't have worked so well. Um, but here on this week's blog chat is the man from East Lower. Okay, with me now on the Arsecast, um despite the problems with Skype, we've managed to connect a tin can here and a tin can to London, and the man from East Lower is here. Hello? Oh,
2: hello, hello. Can, can you hear me?
1: Uh, just about, yes. Oh,
2: good.
1: Can you hear me? Huh?
2: No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, no. Okay, well, hope, yeah. Well, that's good then. Hopefully the people will be able to hear us as well. <laughs> <in> the, <yeah. laughs> Okay, um, Fulham on Sunday. It looked for a while like it was going to be the, um, the same story as last season. But um, would you say that, given the fact we we won the game two one rather than drawing it one one, uh, we've improved?
2: Uh, if you look at the stats, two points further ahead at, at the same stage as we were last year. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think we. Um, I think it's probably too early to judge, in all honesty. But uh, there certainly seems to be a, li- a little bit more resilience. In the side, but I have to say, um, there was—I was muttering very, very wildly under my breath from about the first minute onwards on Sunday. It was—it just seemed I was so excited, and then suddenly it just seemed a bit of a déjà vu.
1: What did you make of uh, the introduction of Bentner and Walcott?
2: Well, I thought—I um, thought Bentner had uh, the—he um, was, was the better of the two. I thought um, he definitely added uh, some, you know, some physicality and. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, he sort of ran around quite a lot. He, he he was really really good. I think he made a massive difference. Uh, and Walcott a bit uh, made some difference, but um, not not quite as much. But again, I think I think both of them combined did make a big difference. And and also Fulham were getting a bit tired towards the end, and uh, I think that helped as well.
1: Okay, um, Prague then uh, on Wednesday night, and the physical approach that the uh, the Sparta team took. Um, might have been too much for this team, maybe last season.
2: Yeah, I think that's really promising. I think, I think, um, I think that is that is a. You know, we we did draw a lot of games and, and and looked looked beaten early on in quite a few away games last year. And you know, with any luck, that's gone. And uh, I mean, I didn't get to see the game, uh, uh, but by all accounts, it was um, it was you know standing up against a, a really strong physical side, and, and that is really really promising. Um, uh, and and don't forget also that we haven't got. Uh, Bayol who probably would have played in a game like that and, and Gilberto and DRB and Danielson you yeah, all out so uh, I think that was really really promising a, a really fantastic result as well.
1: Okay yeah hard to see them turn that around in the uh, in the second leg.
2: It would have to it would have to involve a couple of classic Jens moments early in the game I think but yeah with any luck, it be all right.
1: I hope so. Um one thing that sort of struck me last night was looking at the uh, looking at the game I'm not looking at it I was listening to it on on BBC uh, but the the options that we had on the bench, you mentioned Adibayor being out, Gilberto Diaby, Danilsen, uh, who could well have been involved. Certainly, Gilberto and Adibayor, no Eduardo either. But are the the, the, the options that we have on the left and the right side of midfield um, still a bit of a handicap? I, I
2: think um, I think we probably need one wide, one extra wide player. That that would be. That would be on my Christmas list. Well, actually, before Christmas now. But um, I think we do probably, to be honest. I think um, uh, when everyone's fit, we've probably just got about enough. But like you say, uh, perhaps we need a bit more competition there. And um, it's probably no surprise that we've been linked to to Pedersen, even if that's a nothing story. But I think there is. There's probably another twist in the tale before the end of August. I imagine we'll get. I do think we'll probably get one one more player in. I don't know who it will be, of course, but I do think we will.
1: Okay, um, Alex Kleb um, said he wanted to score ten goals. He's got two and two. He, he's he could do it in eight more games.
2: I oh, know no, it makes me very worried actually because I, I, I did um, threaten to Cossack across the pitch. Don't cross the pitch, <laughs> but um, uh, I'm too old for all that. And um, anyway,
1: closed you know, or unclothed?
2: Well, I think I think in a, in a moment of wild uh, um, jubilation, I, I might have said uh, unclothed, but I, mean, I probably didn't. Let's be honest. I mean, you know. He, well, let, let's dead. hope not I, I can make it up I was probably wearing uh, At least a coat But, <laughs> but no, I, I think he was he, He's been really quite good um, uh, But having said that Is he going to be um, Playing that position For the whole of the season I somehow doubt it When we got all our strikers back So uh, I still think He needs to make a good fist Of playing on the wing um, But he, he's been really good He's been uh, You know Obviously like you say Two goals Is, is about It's about one more Than he's scored in the whole Of last season That's what it feels like Anyway mm.
1: Uh, liberated without the uh, scowling presence of Henri up front?
2: I don't know about that. I mean, I, I think sometimes a bit too much said about that. I, I thought, you know, Henri definitely um, used to uh, <coughs> give funny stares to Reyes, but I'm not so sure that he had such a, a, a beef with Kleb uh, did he? I, I don't think
1: so. I don't know. I think Kleb beat him in top trumps one day, and ever since then there was a there was well, a problem.
2: Henri probably had Stefanovs in his top trumps, and that's probably why. <laughs> He never
1: won on any. Um, what, what about Rosicki? Um, he's a guy that when we signed him last year before the World Cup, everybody was uh, was very excited about. Um, in the World Cup, he scored a, a brilliant goal against America. Uh, early on in his Arsenal career, he scored a brilliant goal against Hamburg, but really hasn't produced uh, consistently since. Um, is it a, a fault of him playing out of position on the left-hand side? Or, or we should be seeing more from him, shouldn't we?
2: I think we definitely should have. Some people say it takes a season to settle in, although you know I often wonder why that is. But let's assume that it does take a season to settle in. Then it it's kind of um, starting with a clean slate here. And he showed glimpses of being really, really excellent last year, but was injured a lot and a bit inconsistent. So uh, again, I think you know we're only two games in. It's probably a bit harsh to judge him now, but we definitely need to see more from him because uh, he didn't score that many last year. And and he was in and out a bit of the of the, the size. so um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping for a lot more. Given he, what was he eight million or six or 7 six million?
1: something like that. The captaincy issue. What did you make of um, uh, number one, the appointment, and number two, um, after Gilberto's comments uh, in the week, how it seemed to be um, communicated?
2: Well, f- funnily enough, I I think Gareth is, is is quite a good or could potentially be quite a good appointment. Uh, I, I don't think a striker is the best captain, and, and uh, I think that was proved with Omari. I think it's um, leading from the defence is often quite a good. Um, uh, a good captain is is a defender often, and I think Gallagher's you know he's he's experienced and he's quite um uh, he's quite a strong player. So I'm not I'm not against that so much, but I do find the way it happened a little bit odd. Um, definitely, and I, and I, I do wonder why if it, if if indeed that's what happened, I do wonder why um you know Gilberto allegedly found out on the web. I think that's very very odd indeed.
1: The other thing I want to ask you about, and it's something I haven't experienced yet, but you probably have, being at the first game, is the new anthem, um, this Elvis song.
2: Oh, God, was there a new anthem? I was drinking beer. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I can comment on the fact that the, the, the £5.20 for a hot dog and a bottle of water was a little steep. Wow. But, uh, I, I have to say, in all honesty, I haven't heard the anthem. But, okay. It's, but, um, it sounds like I haven't missed much.
1: No, The, the Wonder of You by Elvis is the song.
2: It wasn't just because he died thirty years ago it wasn't was it? No. well I
1: don't know he died on the died on the toilet much like our season last year i don't I don't know where they got it from to be honest what what do you think well, of the whole need uh, do we need an anthem
2: I don't know if we need an anthem I, I think the atmosphere can be lacking uh, at, at the grove quite a lot and whether that's oh, it's been long been talked about hasn't it it was a pretty similar at the, in the last uh, ten or five five or, or ten years of hybrid as well. and whether it's just that uh, a lot of new fans are coming on. I, I really don't know. Uh, I don't think we know them. No, I really don't. But um, I would like to explore new ways of making the atmosphere better. I'm not going to pretend I've got an answer to that. Though. Free beer. Oh, I have the answer to that. It's free beer. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, because, good one. Great minds think alike. There. Except you wouldn't be able to get it at half-time either because the queues are too long. But anyway, it's a nice idea. We need to explore that one.
1: Well, certainly as well, the, the added toilet facilities at the Grove would allow the, the queues to, to move swiftly when everybody's sort of full up to the to the heart with beer.
2: What they ought to do, g- given that it's all getting a bit more um, uh, corporate in America anyway, is they ought to do what they do in baseball where they lots of people dress up as... Uh, you know, like the Carlsberg man or the Foster's man, and they come down the aisles mid-game and just sell you beer that way. I mean, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it?
1: Cool. Yeah, they they kind of um they throw you know uh, hot dogs and things, but they could throw cans of beer around.
2: Yeah, ca- cans of beer, and you know, when Jens lent that goal in, they'd, they'd, they'd have been a run on beer then, wouldn't they? They'd have made millions.
1: <laughs> Not if it was free, they wouldn't.
2: Oh, no, no, good point. But um, they, they would have probably charged it at that point. Oh, they? yeah, well, okay. All right. <laughs> we'll have to see how that
1: goes uh, over the next few weeks. All right, uh, man from East Lower, thank you very much. You're welcome, no problem. And my thanks to the man from East Lower. That's eastlower.co.uk. You can check out his blog, and he'll be back on another Arscast in the very near future, no doubt. You know what's great about recording Arscast? I'm sitting. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here, you know, my microphone here and, you know, the computer screen in front of me and I can see my voice as it's recording. It's sort of spiky and upy downy, you know, the sound wave kind of things. Well, I can see what a burp sounds like. It's like, Uh you see? I can see that. How many of you can see your burps? Not many of you. Anyway, there you go. Uh, Before we go any further, we'll just take a short break for the news. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 52 weeks a year, 10 years a decade, 100 years a century, 1,000 years a millennium. This is Spy News on the hour, every hour. Good evening, it's ten o'clock. These are the news headlines. Spurs are cunts. And we'll be back with more news in an hour. Hard-hitting action news will return on next week's Arscast, possibly. Or not. Who can tell? Who knows what'll be on next week's Arscast? I might get some singing and dancing minstrels or something. I doubt it, though. Uh, now you might have heard uh, in the blog chat with the man from East Lower, I asked him all about the anthem, but the man from East Slower being far too fond of his beer, uh, he he paid no heed to what was going on. He didn't know we had a new anthem, and um, this is a phone call that was left on the on the uh, the arse blog. Um, what do you call those things? Answering machines. And you can do that. You can find the phone number on the Arscast page uh, on the Arscast blog website. If you ever feel like uh, phoning up and leaving a message, you can you can do that. Feel free. It's not a problem. Um, but this was a message left in relation to the anthem.
2: Hi, I've been a supporter for uh, over fifty years, and I've also thought about a song for us on many occasions. Last Sunday before the kickoff, we were entertained with. Uh, a rendition of Elvis Presley's The Wonder of You and I was quite impressed with the crowd around singing along to a very impressive chorus. This seems to be the sort of song that would soon catch on and with just a few adjustments from uh, somebody who can do something with lyrics we could uh, have a song that most people would basically know the words to and you would not need a great singing voice to to join in. And uh, with the chorus that you've got there and um, 60,000 people singing along with that, I think would be a great song for us to take up.
1: And that was Dave, who took the time to uh, phone in to our Thank you very much, Dave, um, for your thoughts on the anthem. For those of you who don't know the song, um, this is it.
0: When no one else can understand me When everything I do is wrong me love and consolation, you give me hope to carry on, and you're all-
1: So that, chums and Chumettes is the new Arsenal anthem, The Wonder of You, by Elvis Presley. Now, I have to say, I'm not really a big fan of Elvis. I think he's, you know, essentially just a, a big fat prick. A big fat dead prick at that as well. And, um, you know, I don't really see what it's got to do with football, either. You know what I mean? The Wonder of You, You Give Me Hope, Consolation, blah, blah. blah. What? What the fuck? What's that got to do with anything? If it said, you know, you give me the strength to kick the shit out of Lee Bowyer, then yes, I, I can live with an anthem like that. You give me the pride in which I may pillage the villages of Tottenham fans, then yes, I can get behind that. But I just think it's a bit contrived, a bit false. You know, I certainly I agree with the the man from East Lower, who says that, you know, something has to be done, maybe, just to improve the atmosphere. But it's a bit corny, isn't it? It's a bit cringy, and, you know, Elvis, the wonder of you, what? No, it just doesn't work for me at all. You see, you've got clubs who have anthems like West Ham and they're blowing bubbles and and, uh, Liverpool and You'll Never Walk Alone, and, you know, these songs kind of just grow off the terraces. But as you don't have terraces anymore, these songs can't really grow. And I think uh, trying to make an anthem just because other clubs have an anthem, um, I don't know. I'm not sure I like it. I have to say, though, I was watching, um, watching the telly on Sunday. Uh, was it Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Whenever Man United were playing against Reading, and they, uh, they had a guy doing um, Take Me Home Country Roads. Uh, was that Crystal Gale? I can't remember exactly... I think it was Crystal Gale. And somebody else did that anyway. But I remember Crystal Gale doing a a version of that because my mother used to play that... She had a a Crystal Gale cassette. And she used to play that in the car when she'd drive myself and and the mug smasher to school. I had all... I'd blanked it all out, but not to worry. So I don't know. The wonder of you compared to Take Me Home Country Roads... (sighs) Uh, Has football gone anthem crazy? Is this what it's come to, the game of football that we all love and know who's got the best anthem? Personally, if I had to choose it would be it would be Tarzan Boy by Baltimora, which is uh, just a, it's just a great tune. It's it speaks to me inside. The man in the bar is here, he's got a player history.
0: Hello this is a man in the bow here with another sort of a player history I'm not feeling very well now this week I have to say I'm feeling a little bit ticky in the stomach you know I think what happened basically was that I uh, went out there the other night and I had a few old uh, pints down here and a couple of lads you know they said come on we go get an old Indian curry will we and I said well fair enough I prefer an old bag of chips and a sausage but you know if you fancy a curry sure why not we we'll go get a curry so we went and we got a curry and Jesus I think there was a bad old prawn in it so there was even though I didn't even have fucking prawns I didn't have chicken balty I went home that night and I was lying in the bed and I was turning over and I, my stomach was going... <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, that's not right, so it's not terribly right. And I was thinking, well, yes, maybe it's just a bit of a wind, but I had the fear. You know, the fear you have when you're not quite sure if when you fart it's just going to be a fart or not you know and I was lying there going the last thing I want to do is shit the bed so I I spent essentially the last three days on the toilet and sort of going between sitting on the toilet and kneeling in front of it and at one stage I actually I vomited into my own shite and the, oh Christ it was all coming out of my nose and everything so as oh, oh, yes, you can imagine I'm just taking it a bit easy now having a couple of old pints again. and to be honest I'm not really in the mood for doing another player history if you don't mind this week we'll make it a very short player history so there you go uh, this week we're talking about uh, Ian Selly. Uh, he was very average. I'll talk to you next week. But...
1: The man in the bar will be back on uh, next week's Arscast with another player history. Um, now the Arscast is brought to you in association with Jemison's Whiskey. A, a lovely Jemison's glass that I stole. You see, I, I stole it from the Fitzwilliam Hotel here in Dublin. Um, about... Two months ago, uh, it's gorgeous. It's really nice. It actually makes your whiskey taste nicer. No beer this week. Um, now, what was I going to talk about? Oh, William Gallus' penis. Yes, of course. Uh, of course, we, we 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 we've gone beyond all the captaincy stuff. But I, I did. I was curious uh, to know what Arsene thought of uh, William Gallus' penis being um, the captain of Arsenal. So I rang him up. I said, "Hey, Arsene, what, what do you think of William Gallus' penis being captain of Arsenal?" This is what he said. It's not a long half thing, and it's horrible as well. You really do have to take your hat off to Arsene, don't you? He's a brave man. He really is. There aren't too many football managers out there that would diss the penis of, of William Gallas. It's true. Uh, coming up at the weekend, we have got Blackburn away. Now, Blackburn away was um, a tricky fixture last year, if you might remember. Uh, we were down to 10 men uh, in the league game, Uh, When Gilberto was sent off for a little silly kick at Robbie Savage. But, you know, hands up, who hasn't wanted to kick Robbie Savage? Not too many hands out there. No, see? So you can't really blame Gilberto. He just did what any one of us would do. It's just unfortunate that, you know, instead of kicking him, he didn't shoot him. And instead of in the leg, it wasn't in the face. And instead of once, it wasn't repeatedly. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but we still went on to win uh, a goal from Colo Toure uh, put us ahead and an amazing goal from Thierry Henry uh, sealed the game at 2-0. You might remember a little 1-2 with Seski broke down the left-hand side and it was in that spell when he came back from injury and he, he was sort of all happy about playing for us at that time and scored some great goals. But that was uh, probably his best goal from last season. Uh, it, were, it really was brilliant. So uh, in the league we won there, but in the um, in the FA Cup we went out A little disappointing as well because it was a late goal from Benny McCarthy. Uh, Arsene Wenger decided to play uh, Philippe Senderos at right-back rather than putting Senderos in the centre of defence and move Gallas out to right-back because, let's face it, Gallas is a a much more mobile player than than Senderos. So that was disappointing. Uh, But we'll see what happens. Uh, Blackburn have made some decent signings this summer as well. And they're a tough side. They've uh, got a manager who who was always a bit of a, a hard man, Mark Hughes. Um, you never get an easy game against them. David Bentley will be playing. Um, we'll be looking to kick him square in the anus with some very pointy boots. And, you know, Chelsea boots are you know, not Chelsea. We wouldn't wear Chelsea boots. But It's the style of boot. Not not foot. We're not talking about Chelsea Football Club, okay? Anyway, uh, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, Pedersen is a guy that's been linked to us during the week. Uh, Blackburn say no. Any Norwegian or Scandinavian that I've come across, uh, when you talk to them about Pedersen, says, No, 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 please. No, no. I think you'll find most of them would prefer if we signed Morten Harkett from Aha to play on the left wing, rather than Morten Gamst Pedersen. Gamst. It sounds like some kind of strange disease from eating too much fine food, doesn't it? Oh, and I can't go out this weekend. I, I've got Gamst. Yes, I'm crippled with the Gamst. Uh so we'll see what we'll see what happens but I'm hopeful of 3 points because you know we've got this Fighting thing going on. Eduardo could start. Eddie Bayor looks like he's still going to be out. Gilberto's going to be out. We could have Diaby, and we could have uh, Daniilson back. It'll be interesting to see uh, Eduardo, whether he'll play up front with uh, Van Persie. Uh, but hopefully three points will be the order of the day. We can uh, move our way up the table and continue the fine start to the season. And let us not forget that Blackburn are complete and utter cunts you see. So it'll be nice to score three points against them at their own ground if we if we can manage to do that. Um, so that's about it for this week's Cast. I can't really think of anything more to talk about. So before I say anything foolish and regrettable... I'll bid you good day and talk to you on next week's Arscast and also all next week on the blog. Take it easy. Oh shit, I never told you about the, um, fantasy football. com forward slash fantasy football. We've got a league called Arsblog.com, which is a capital A on the Ars blog, which I think is confusing some people. And our password is Jamribter which is J-A-M-R-I-B-T-E, or the most delicious cocktail in all the land. If you want to join up, uh, I think the points start getting doled out once the transfer window closes. Uh, so if you've joined up already and the uh, the points say zero zero and you're in 9 millionth place at the moment, don't worry about it. Everybody is. The points haven't started being doled out. So it's oleole.com forward slash fantasy football. Okay, until next week's Arscast, ciao, and I'll see you all next week on the blog. Bye we The phone rang. We got a problem, said the voice. What kind of a problem, I said. One of our guys, Alex Kleb, He's been replaced by a robot, he said. How do you know, I said. Two goals in two games, he said. That's not the real Alex Kleb." What do you want me to do about it, I said. Taking a sip of my basil gimlet. There's a suitcase downstairs with 50 G's in it. Find the guy that took Kleb. Give him the money and make sure the real one stays lost.